Welcome to Say That, the podcast where your big questions get real answers. My name is Matt King. I'm your host here in the city of Chicago. And joining me here is, well, no one at the moment, actually. Due to holiday traveling, we could not get all four hosts together to record an episode this week. I do apologize. We love answering your questions and hate when we have to take a week off from doing that. But we do have something this week that we think is going to be a lot of fun. We looked back at 2015 and picked out some of our favorite emergency segments. So from the world's worst Christian t-shirt to Edith Love Rumple, from Captain Quackers to True Repentance with Legalistic Jed Brewer, we had a lot of fun making crazy stuff for you guys this year, and we hope you had a lot of fun listening we will be back to our normal question format next week. So if you have a question, you can write in say that podcast at gmail.com or the bridge chicago.tumblr.com. You find a lot of other stuff on the Tumblr there QA posts, songs, videos, quotes, and stuff like that. You can also find links to that stuff on our Twitter at the bridge CHI or our Facebook, facebook.com slash the bridge Chicago. And 2016 might just be a great time to jump on the Bridgebox train. You can sign up for that, missionusa.com slash bridgebox. Give $8 a month to, to support the ministry we do up here in Chicago and get lots of cool stuff for your own walk. We're going to take you out with a song at the end of this episode. That will be Jed leading his worship song, I Am New live at the bridge, a good sentiment to kick off 2016 with. We have a lot of cool stuff planned for you in 2016 on the podcast. We hope you will stick with us. We appreciate you listening. I normally say it at the end, but I'm going to say it here because it's still true. We love you. God loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it. So please enjoy Say That 2015, the year in emergencies. All right, emergency time. We got a letter from official super fan for life, Miss Haley. Woo! Um, and we all think the world Woo! of Haley. Yes. Um, uh, uh, subject line, all caps, emergency. Mm, nice. Dear Jed. Wait, wait, wait. We already declared emergency. Well, she's just kind of echoing what we've already declared. I'm, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Tell me. Because we got to stop right there. Right. You cannot email in an emergency. Okay. Will you email it in? We'll decide whether or not it's an emergency. <laughs> we'll declare the emergency. Well, I'm okay. going to give a word of knowledge because when you hear the contents of this email, Haley was right. Yeah. You're saying this is an emergency. It was never in doubt. Okay. She writes, I found this lovely t-shirt today as I was perusing the aisles of my favorite thrift store. So far, it doesn't feel like it. As I show Glenn an image of the t-shirt. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> Keep reading. <laughs> and I thought that it deserves some attention and a fitting meme. Um, now, should we go ahead and, and tell our listeners about the t-shirt before we proceed to Haley's observations and questions? Yeah, we'll. Um, I will do my best to post a picture of said t-shirt on the, uh, the blog post that goes up this episode. We have, it's a lovely Carolina blue t-shirt. It has in white writing on it. Purely loving my husband. Mm. No, in loving is a heart. Okay. okay. Line, smaller text, and I haven't even met him. Yeah. Then, uh, oh, okay. In her goal to memify, <laughs> Haley makes a very astute and hilarious observation of maybe you haven't met a husband because you're wearing this t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Haley goes on um, off of this t shirt things that are questionable. Number one. There is a market for shirts like this? Number two, this was definitely not the only one of its kind, suggesting that at this very moment, some young girl kissed, I kissed dating goodbye is wearing this t-shirt. That's disturbing. 
Number three, was this girl told that by wearing this shirt, she will attract a gaggle of handsome male suitors? Which is definitely not going to happen. Definitely. That's just craziness. Listening to this podcast attracts a gaggle of attractive suitors of the opposite sex. That's 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 science. That's just a fact. You can't argue the facts. Number four. What happened to the previous owner? Did she happen to miraculously listen to the Say That podcast and realize that she had to purge their closet of such foolery? Obviously. I, oh, yeah, I do consider it a miracle story. every time someone listens to this show. There, there could be no other explanation. And question number five, all caps, who will buy it next? That's a great question. Haley writes, I almost bought it just to take it far, far away from public view, but I know the people who work at this thrift store, and that message just can't be erased from someone's <laughs> perception of you. That's true. Again, we love Haley. We think the world of Haley. There is no more I just recently graduated college and live in Nashville statement than I know the people who work at this thrift store. Sure, sure, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> there's a lot going on. First of all, I think we should, uh, we should all... <laughs> commend jed on his letterman-esque narration countdown you're welcome number three (laughs) (laughs) who will buy it next (laughs) the kids don't know letterman okay moving on paul can i get some buying music blah 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 blah, yeah there's there's a lot going on here um i i want to take a second and look at this from uh i'll play start maybe more oddly optimistic view of this because she says uh there were several of these shirts in the thrift store my hope is that someone had a book right. and went to one of these here Christian conventions with a box of purely loving my husband t-shirts. They're going to sell like hotcakes. And at the end of said conference, still had a giant box yeah. full of these t-shirts okay. and had to go to the thrift store. Right. Yeah. That's probably too much credit to give Christians, but that's what I want to be true. A man can dream. Uh, I have several things. Okay. Um... I am not surprised. <laughs> Purely loving my husband, who I haven't met yet. Okay, uh, first of all, um, if you wear a T-shirt that say that is telling the world, "I love someone I haven't met," that uh, sends a bit of a funny message. That's an imaginary friend style situation. Yeah, super um, creepy. <laughs> if you say, "I'm purely loving my husband that I haven't met yet." Um, you're you're sort of bragging about how good you're doing, being loving towards someone who doesn't actually exist yet. Well, that also means you somehow think you're at maximum loving a partner without interacting with them at all. Right, and I a little little bit of a dangerous precedent. Okay, I this probably would be wrong, but are we closer? (laughs) Okay, a T-shirt that says "Brace yourselves, people." I love Jesus, and I'm a little bit loose. Wow. <laughs> now that that's wrong. But yeah. if you're getting a T-shirt that that's gonna uh, that's gonna get you a date, you see what I'm okay. saying? Uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, it's wrong. You see, that's I, 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 I'm left and right with, limits. I know here, this y'all. is wrong. Doesn't mean you can <laughs> just say anything. I think, not it, I think it does. It's not a preemptive get out of jail hey, free card. That, I think are, it's in the Bible. Are you again it? <laughs> yeah, I'm against it. I'm spurred up against it. This well, is, you know, it's wrong. I'm just saying it would be more successful, you follow well, me. Well, there, there is that, Lee. What you got, man? I have a question about this shirt that Haley sent in a picture of, which is exactly how many cat hairs are still on the shirt. Oh, oh boy. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I like cats. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. Look, I know a lot of people listen to this show and have certain <laughs> expectations, and you don't expect me to be optimistic. That's weird. Glenn's a little cheeky. We all expect that from Glenn. Right. And then Lee just comes off the top rope right. with an yes. elbow drop. Just that was cold. spectacular. Absolutely stone oh my cold. Goodness. People out there trying to rise above the stereotypes and live some... Uh, productive lives and not be crushed by patriarchal expectations and the man Lee, <laughs> just coming down on him oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> lee younger podcasting from 1958 <laughs> <laughs> here's here's what i want to put out there is out there. Haley, if you're listening right now and i hope you are i hope you enjoy the show if you will go if you will send your agent to buy this shirt and mail it to us right. We will be forever in your debt. Right. 
We want to own this T-shirt. You're saying you yeah. want to go to, for example, Moody Bible Institute and oh. wear a T-shirt that says, purely loving my husband <laughs> I haven't met yet. Is that what you're saying, Jen? Because well, I, I hear you saying that, and you know what? I, I think uh, here, that's let, let definitely me paint wrong a, Let me paint a word picture for you people. Glenn and Jed love freaking out the people at Moody. Yes, yes, and it's hilarious. Here's the depressing part. You can walk around that campus all day with that T-shirt on, and nobody's going to say boo. Yeah, yeah. yeah just the, the most likely thing you're going to get is, did you get that at the Lifeway on the corner there? Because that's <laughs> awesome. Regardless of what plans I may or may not have in mind, uh-huh. Haley, buy us the T-shirt. Right. Buy it. If they've got more like that, buy us both of them. Right. Send, right. Yeah, send us the we, we are fully willing to reimburse you for the cost of buying these T-shirts, <laughs> and then some. And I, here's the thing: I know I understand you're going to. I enjoy thrifting. I know you don't want to go in there and kind of blow your cred with these people off of this. Put Andrew in a wig with the sunglasses that have the nose and the mustache. Have him going in there and buy it. That'll work for me. Make a guy do it. That's what uh, women have been doing for centuries. Exactly right. <laughs> Let him take the hit. Absolutely. You know, I, I bet, uh, you, know, we, you know, we could dress up Zach, get him in there. Actually, the thought of that's Zach- a lot of stubble, <laughs> a lot of beard at this and point. The deepest voice I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm just, I just saw this T-shirt and I thought you're right. I'm purely loving my husband that I have not met yet. <laughs> I mean, it just gives people a different look at it. Sure. If you will send in Zach to do that, and you film it. Up to half my kingdom. Right. N- right name right. anything you want. Right. Up right. to half my kingdom. Right. If he <laughs> buys that, extra that small. 2001 Dodge Caravan points. is all yours for the taking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think, uh, because here's the thing, is you want to wear a t-shirt that lets the people know what you're about. Uh, maybe let the opposite sex, you know, know, here, here's what I'm about, here's, uh, you know. Here's how I do. Here's how I roll. Sure. Sure. Uh, I think this is sending all the horribly wrong messages you could could send, but maybe we can think of what would be a better slogan for your shirt. Well, while we're thinking of that, I don't know why I'm giving you people more time on that, but I'm going (laughs) to fill that time with this. I think there's an angle in this we haven't explored yet of we're all going on the assumption that the person wearing this T-shirt would have bought it for themselves. Right. And this really screams Baptist grandma oh, dang, yes. was buying a birthday gift and really thought this was going to be hip. Yeah. Right. You could wear this to your FCA meetings and be the, just be the envy of the youth group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and just uh, a third day CD and a t-shirt. It's, it's yeah. time for a grandma intervention. Yeah. In that's, that that's not, that's not okay. You, you got to set grandma down and say, grandma, I'm going to start with this and I love you. This ain't it. Nope. We, gift card. Yeah, you get you know gift card. <laughs> uh, just uh, the you know you you ain't in even in the right ballpark. But here's the mom. thing: is that you know if to go to the youth group and to wear your a breadcrumb and fish T-shirt, that's a Oof. certain type of witness. Yeah. Right. But our Lord did say, if you will not testify to me among others then how can i testify to you among you know before my father i mean right see this person's really, kind of like really real. down. No, i think that lee, doesn't sound like a joke to the, lee, to the certain people he is right and that's getting us back to i love jesus and i'm a little bit loose oh my now, gosh, dude. Here, here's the thing about that you are gonna pay for this so like, bad no, you, won't, you won't even believe but here's what i'm saying i it says you a can tell bit. that glenn is gonna be out of town when this show drops yeah, yeah. um uh, uh, you know, it says a little bit yeah. on there. And that's what makes it uh, okay. You see, he's, he's You're saying the air of out. mystery is maintained? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, you know, we're keeping it within reasonable boundaries, you know, but, uh, you know, love Jesus and uh, dangerous curves ahead, you know. So, <laughs> now uh, that is a t-shirt right there. Yeah, you know. I think you're going to be with me on this. We actually received an email into the Say That World headquarters, which I somehow got this email. But uh, it is from someone Don't overthink it. (laughs) Edith Love Rumpel. Also, don't overthink that. 
And uh, the subject is our Matt. Uh, okay, okay. Now, those who follow and subscribe to the podcast will know from a few episodes that we had kind of a a special episode all about marriage. Right, and right, not right, not right. really a normal episode. It's a special one. And uh, by the way, those of you who do subscribe to the podcast, it would be nice if you would leave us a review. But in, in any case, uh, this person is referring to this episode. It says, the body of the email says, boys, that was nice. I was listening to y'all, as I do, and I couldn't help but think how much richer the marriage special would have been if Matt were married. Mm. Well, that's a good point. Ah. Do you think, she goes on, Edith goes on, do you think his being alone is holding back his ministry? No question. No doubt about it. Isn't that just a bit selfish? Love y'all. You know, it really is. Yeah, probably. They sign off, love y'all, Edith, and then there's a postscript, P.S. Matt, furiously handsome or furiously selfish? (laughs) Probably neither. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Love Rumple, which sounds like a totally not made up name. Absolutely. Sure. Has really that, that dropped name's a not bomb. the product of a diseased mind at all. <laughs> I think we have we we we've blown the lid off this one. We really have. The lid has been blown. And we should note as a quick aside, I know a lot of our listeners wonder how much this is scripted, how much this is made up. We seriously got an email from a person who claims their name is Edith Lovell. Yeah, I'll forward you that email if you ask. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh and uh, I think it's a serious accusation. Well, it's, uh, you know, it needs to be answered. Because it really doesn't. Here's what's happening is people out there need the ministry. Right. Okay. Matt is ready to deliver it. Right. Sure. But what does he need? A wife. Absolutely. Inaccurate. That's what you need. you got to have that. You know, in the Russian Orthodox Church, you know, you cannot be ordained as a single man. Well, that I think there's a lot of no lesser there. a source than the Russian Orthodox Church, <laughs> who Jed Brewer adheres to at all times and does not only bring up when they have one rule that is helpful yeah. to his insanity. Every, if, yeah, if just we could get through one yeah. episode of this <laughs> podcast without Jed telling us how the Russians do it. <laughs> is that why Jed always stands up in every episode? He's always bringing out icons and stuff. Well, sure, exactly, yeah. man. Look, I like to keep it traditional. That's why he insists on referring to us as all as patriarchs instead of hosts of the podcast. Exactly right. Exactly right. But you know, this isn't a discussion about me. This is a discussion about Matt King's selfishness. That's Selfish. true, but I al- almost expertly made a discussion about you. <laughs> Selfish Matt. Uh, the, That's I'm, true. Here's what's happening. There's, there's a lot of ladies listening to this podcast. There are. Hello, ladies. That was <laughs> really deeply inappropriate. <laughs> really? Now the that rest was of Jed you, Brewer. Some for... of us on this podcast are married yeah. and are going to hear about that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> here's what happened: is there's there's ladies out there, okay? And you know what happens is sometimes the ladies get lonely. And you know what would go down smooth on a cold, cold night. When you're lonely and all alone by yourself. Tell me. Well, a little bit of Matt King. Snuggling up next to a rich Matt King beard. I mean, just getting in there. (laughs) Yeah. The word rich can not accurately describe any part of the Matt King experience. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I'm saying is that, you know, the, the ladies want to be with Matt King. Well, sure, obviously. But he's being stingy. He's playing well, hard to I'm get. Saying. He's keeping it to himself. I think Matt has kind of accidentally stumbled on something with the with the That's title, normally the, the way Matt, it happens. The Matt King experience. Is this something that sure. we could commercialize so we could like, you yes. know, you, somebody could sign up and and make an appointment. Yeah. The Matt King just uh-huh. it's a whole weekend, it's a whole thing, dates and there's yes. They get to yeah. you know see him preach the just the ministry dating yeah. the whole deal. Beautiful, perfect. I think yes, because here's what you know. Would it, you like to go into bad neighborhoods late at night, not get any sleep, <laughs> watch someone edit audio for hours on end in their studio apartment? The Matt I, King experience. Because here, <laughs> here's here's what it is. 
people like to try before you buy. Sure, you know absolutely I mean? right. You take. Have Matt, you been listening to a lot of local radio commercials? <laughs> you take Matt out for a spin, see what sure. you think. You know what I mean? Look, why buy the mat when you can get the king for free? I mean, that's what Ann Lander said, and it's true. <laughs> it's true, and you know. You, now you're just <laughs> taking phrases and putting different words in them. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he's he's got a little bit of mileage, you know. Sure, absolutely. that is true. But still uh, under warranty. So take him out for a spin. See what you think. See what happens. Because here's what it is: you try the Matt King experience. You you you're gonna have an experience. How do you know you wouldn't like Matt King? That's right. Give him a try. You yeah. Know what what, I mean? You think you're too good for Matt King? <laughs> is that what this is? I can't even imagine that that thought would occur to anybody. I mean, I'm I'm offended they're even thinking it. You know what? Maybe some people ought to just consider what they've just thought about. Yeah. We're just going to have a moment of silence and just shame them. Right. Glenn, Glenn and Jed showing a very useful talent to be offended by all sides of his conversation <laughs> as however it amuses them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. So Matt, um, why are you so selfish, bro? Selfish, uh, mainly just to hurt all of you. Uh, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. And you know what? Mission accomplished, Matthew. Yeah, mission accomplished. I do have a podcast for those who wish to flee the wrath that is to come, <laughs> and um, it's called True Repentance with Legalistic Jeb Brewer. <laughs> And uh, Matthew, true repentance, true repentance. That's like because a lot of people think they're repenting, but it's not the not really the 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 full. Only true repentance turns away wrath. I see, Glenjamin. Let me ask you this: um, <laughs> as a bit of a barometer, a tool, perhaps you could use right. um, your repentance. Is it serving the Lord Jesus, or is it you, serving you? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not, the, the Lord who Jesus. Sure. You, you, are, are you aspirating a, a, a vowel in the middle of the name of Jesus, or, or are you using? Are, are you referring to a worship of a cheese sauce? Because that <laughs> it's a very Wisconsin savior. Yeah, I was about to say. I think that I think that uh, that, that would take off in these United States. A very Wisconsin savior. That's a musical. I'll go to see. <laughs> very Wisconsin savior. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's good that's a hit right sure there. the well, road to madison right? <laughs> yeah i think that's very so, good yeah the, the legalistic part and you just be legalistic at people i think we just got a very solid preview of what it would be well we we have i, I don't want to self-aggrandize which of course is uh co-equal with the sin of pride mm. uh, and i i don't want to say too much um, because I don't want to disappoint anyone, mm-hmm. um, but we do have, I, I believe, two themes coming soon on True Repentance that I don't know the listeners would enjoy them, but I hope that they would benefit from them, mm. um, that they would be yeah. um, exhorted towards greater righteousness. That's what I think about this mm. podcast, but that sudden stops that I don't think the listeners will enjoy this. I don't worry about benefit. Right. Our podcast, of course, airs only at 5 a.m. It, it actually can't be listened to. It took to. a whole lot of... Uh, html coding to make that happen right right. Uh, but this coming sunday at 5 a.m your quiet time self-serving or completely Mm. (laughs) self-serving and then the (laughs) sunday following we'll be launching a new 48 week series learning to be more fully crushed by your transgressions ah yeah (laughs) so i won't say that i hope that you join us um i i hope that you respond to the pleading in your heart uh-huh. And if that is manifest in being a part of our listenership, uh-huh. um, so be it, if, if, if God wills it. Um, right. but, but we do hope the key thing is that you have no joy of any kind in your life. Right. That's, yeah. that's really our prayer for you. Uh, we were discussing, a, 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 apparently it's a real thing, a Christian dating <laughs> we, service. We discussed this for a whole heresy, and Glenn didn't know it was real until like last week. Right. And um, apparently, uh, it's based loosely on a, a, a sort of a secular dating app. And I think dating might be a generous little, way of putting also it. Also, by uh, loosely based on, you mean, is pretty much the same thing with a dove in the logo. Right. Yeah. Well, we, we came up with a name because we didn't know the name. So we came up with a name. Fisher. Fisher with, with an R with no E. Our friend Bridie from um, New Zealand made up an awesome logo for us. It's pretty rad. The, you know, a fish symbol with 
with the letter the R, R in it. Actually, you know, that's perfect. Pretty, it's actually pretty good graphic design. That, yeah. That, you, got, you got all of that one. Okay. You, you took your cricket bat and you, you just knocked it right out of the cricket grounds with that. I'm I'm trying to be relevant. Sure, I'm, I'm international. Nothing's more, nothing's more relevant than cricket. Cricket, cricket pitch. <laughs> Look, I'm in. These guys are a bunch of local bumpkins. Okay? That's true. Grin, that are Glenn on this really podcast. wants to break into that India market. I this am, is the only way. I, am, I like beef jerky and Alan Jackson. Those are my two loves in life. <laughs> <I> <laughs> wow, am, that was awesome. That was a deep pull from the mid '90s. <laughs> I, um, you know, Jed's crazy about a mercury. <laughs> and that's there. There's some country fans a, out there that that just, is a J- Alan Jackson joke wrapped in a George <laughs> Jones joke. Yeah. So um, here's the thing: we found out this thing was real, and it is not called Fisher, which I think our suggestion was better. Uh, but what we found was the actual name of this app, which we felt like maybe needed a little more discussion. The actual name of the app, Christian Hookup App, Collide. Come on, man. Which is a little evocative. Yeah. Because I there think- was a very popular song called Collide um, a few years ago. The Howie Day tune. That was about waking up after a one night stand. Yeah. Well, here's. Okay. What happens is. First of all, I the problem, and people who listen to this podcast will know this about me, is I am on a podcast with three people that make everything dirty. Yeah. What okay. a burden for you. On one occasion, <laughs> I suggested a key to, to happiness in marriage is when a man and woman uh, care for one another and they me- help meet one another's needs and make sacrifices for one sure. another. So, for example, if a wife wants her toes to be sucked. Sure. I suggested that. They, now and the, then you're, you're saying, and then we went off and did something gross with r- that? The rest of you made it dirty. Sure. Okay, it's very Toe wholesome. sucking on its own is completely innocent. I've it, always said that. It's, it's, this, that okay. quotes my new ringtone. But <laughs> this is not something dirty, okay? What happens is a guy puts yeah. in his info. Yeah. Like what his ba- favorite Bible verse is, apparently. Yeah, apparently. And uh, denomination, denomination, a few pictures, um, pictures that really showcase your spiritual walk, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then, and then here's what happens is you put your picture in there. Yeah. And then the other person sees your picture and they say, that person seems like they would be a really good person to raise my future children. Yeah. That person seems... This is one arena in which it is kind of exactly like real life. So, <laughs> but here's what happens is you both... Here's what it says. You both swipe right. It's a match. Sure, yes. Sure. You swipe each other. Yeah. Now, that, see, you right there. That I, I can tell by the look on Judd's face he wants to make that dirty. Absolutely. But you swipe the screen... Right? Yeah. And you both swipe it the same design. Same d- direction. Here's what happens. You get together with the other person and you collide. Yeah. There's nothing dirty about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you then you go your separate ways, pray about it. Yeah. And later on you come back and collide again. Absolutely. And you go go apart from one another, collide again. Sure. So it's sure. Just a series of Collisions and so sometimes so. there's a late night collide call. These things happen. Uh, maybe you enjoy a cigarette afterwards. Whatever is your, <laughs> you have the power to block or delete your matches. So that's just to be but, clear. Glenn is reading directly from the App Store page right now. You can chat with your, each other and set up a date. Okay, here's here's what the here's what it says. All right, it's time to find the one. Yes. I couldn't agree more. What other option is there? <laughs> this is this is what it says. Uh, it's an app that allows you to make deep, meaningful connections. What? <laughs> wow. With other Christians in an intuitive and simple way. When I saw the abs on Reform Tiger 93, I knew we could have a deep and meaningful interaction. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Calvin Institute? What do you bench? <laughs> Those are my two profile bits. 
yeah, it also th- it has on the on the description testimonials from people. Right. Been, okay. You know, <laughs> oh, uh, no. This this one person wrote their testimonial saying, "I have been saying for the past two years that someone needed to make this app." That's a lonely, lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk to other human beings like a normal person Somebody would. Somebody app the sucker up. I've just been in my basement, bunkered in, waiting for someone to make an app. <laughs> Six arrested after heckling Joel Osteen during sermon. What? Wow. This was uh, last hey, Matt, week. Matt, a couple read this, Sundays ago. Read this, read this in your surprised voice so they don't know. I don't have a surprised voice. <laughs> if I could act, I wouldn't be here with you monkeys. So yeah, I'm <laughs> good podcast. Where it's a fake wow. news show about stuff that happens in a weird desert town. I never understood the Night Vale thing, but... Six arrested after heckling Joel Osteen during sermon. Six people have been arrested after heckling Joel Osteen during his sermon at a Texas church. Houston police said each of them were escorted out of Lakewood Church Sunday morning after yelling, according to ABC affiliate KPRC in Houston. So uh, who's got an alibi? Do do we know what they were yelling? I believe this is I had to look at a different story. Oh, man, there are v- people put up vines of it, but I can't think of what I put that podcast. Apparently, these six people from some other church stood up in court in different times and yelled, Joel Osteen, you are a liar. Wow, it's pretty creative. Um, yeah, that's pretty hardcore. Did they mention anything in particular? Apparently not. Look, I, I think, let's start here. The Say That Guide for when you're heckling a mega church pastor. Right. These- <laughs> Be specific. Sure. Yeah, I think if anything absolves us, because um, between uh, Miss Grace, our friend Alexander Webb, um, some other people on Facebook, a lot of accusations getting thrown around. Yeah. That's who right. were these six may people? Have sown these seeds of dissent. But I think if anything, if there's anything that clears our name, Gwen has brought it up, we would at least be more creative than that. That's right. Uh, uh, you, know, you say, would we send in a bunch of patsies to do our work? For us, well, yes, I'm sure, totally. sure, we'd do that. That's okay. just organized crime 101. You don't do it yourself. Please. That's right. But uh, you know, I, I, I think if anything, this podcast tries to, to set a clear example of having a clear and concise message that people can understand and it's well explained. So, for example, what would that message be? Because I don't know what it is. <laughs> if these hecklers had stood up and yelled, "Joel Osteen." You are the overlord of an army of time-traveling cyborg warriors. Admit it. Admit it. Admit it. At long last, sir. Not only would that be easy to pin to us, that would be a much better headline. (laughs) That's right. The news would have run with that one. You You bet you. I'd like to think that if you're Joel Osteen and someone stands up and shouts out, you say, tell me more. Yeah, I'm, right. yeah, I'm intrigued. Come that's on right. more. That's right. Come on up. Let's, we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah. Stand yeah. up. Joe Osteen, why do you break podcast hosting equipment occasionally in Chicago? I, although, I, I don't know, but I'm intrigued. Tell me more. Or could it be that like they stand up and make that accusation and then just somebody like just there's people in the congregation that are just plants and they just stand up and tase them immediately? Yeah. yeah. From reading the story, that's not that far from what happened. Apparently, um, <laughs> Lakewood Church, whatever their budget is, security is not an insignificant part. Also, you know, we I don't know if people have looked this up, and all these mega churches is this way, but especially at the one Joe listens at, the sheer number of people. Yeah. You know, these people didn't get the good seats. Right. So you're just standing up yelling, and only like the people in your section. It's like standing up and yelling at a college basketball game. Right. Right. Well, and the, uh, one of our uh, eagle-eyed superfans, mm-hmm. brother Tim Waddell, broke down the real truth. Yeah. Behind all this. Okay. Okay. Here's what happened: is it's a setup, y'all. Okay. It's a sabotage. fix. Is in. Okay. Now everybody out there that knows anything. About Christianity, yeah, knows we got a beef with Joel Osteen. Absolutely, I mean it's deep, yep. it's rough, it's one sided. He has no idea about it, but it <laughs> is, but beef is rooted on. entirely beef is in on. jealousy yeah. for podcast numbers because we don't really know anything about him other than number one Christian podcast, and now that he's been heckled, and impressive teeth. That's true. Okay, it, it, can they be real? Probably not. Okay. So, but they're spectacular, you know. <laughs> well, like, 
Thank you. I'm not saying deal with the devil. So, if you're true. saying deal with the devil and that's how you got those teeth, then that's on you. True. I'm not saying that. Here's what I am saying is he clearly Worst has, Faust ever. He he <laughs> He clearly knows in the future we become the number one podcast because that's just that's just uh, it's we're, just obvious. Dude. We're going that direction. Yeah, we're we're on the upswing. You yeah, know? we're the future. Absolutely, so I'm saying we are. You know, whatever. That's what I keep telling them. Be cool. If Glenn ever asks you that, we're surely going to become the number one podcast. Just help me out, people. Just be cool. So here's what happens: is we knock him off the throne. Yeah, see what I'm saying. Yeah. Then we then we're calling shots. Right. We're yeah. we're we're the maybe we get heckled. Uh, that's just what we had to deal I'm with. I'm sorry. Are you acting like Glenn and I and you have not been heckled? Well, we definitely, definitely <laughs> have. It's a little more good natured. I don't uh, understand. Give another example. Yeah, we, that's from our own people, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like but, us. Yeah, but here's what I'm trying to tell you, okay? We we rise up in the future. That, sure. Which is obvious. Clearly. We, the, okay. But what happens is Joel Osteen, he gets knocked off that perch. Sure. See what I'm saying? So he has to do something. Sure. Well, time traveling cyborgs. Back in the time, he sends them back to take us out in, in the right now. Right. Right now time frame. Right. We're fighting cyborgs left, right, and center. You don't even know. You don't even know. No, I mean, but seriously, though, you actually don't. You don't know. Right, they don't know. Yeah. But what we're dealing with here, as broken down by superfan brother Tim Waddell. And I will say the only superfan in our corner, because everybody right. else had pointed this out. Had the finger of accusation come with it. Okay. Brother T-Wads. No. <laughs> nope. Deli T? No. T-Bone. T-Bone's okay, not that's bad. Fine. Why that's no T-Bone? <laughs> okay. Coco he- the monkey. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> folks. Seinfeld just got you, put you up on who You don't want to be in immersed. this crew and just have a name like Tim. That's just not going to work. Yeah. You know, you, you know. Okay. So what happens is he breaks it down. Here's yeah. what it is. The man has his own cyborgs okay stand up in church okay Whoa. yell you're saying false flag attack this wow. is what i'm saying we're going full alex jones on this thing yeah and then everybody points a finger at us yep. sith cyborg column taking us out now when we didn't do anything making us look bad so that's what it is is it's like uh they're 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 putting us on front street see that makes you just blew my mind man right just that's how that's how it works yeah wow so we're we're fighting that right now yeah we're dealing with that accusations there's a lot going on here people well and and you know what we need to do jed is to figure out how we gonna how we gonna handle it well, I think that's one thing we could do. I think the more fun thing to do yeah. would be to brainstorm how we would heckle various megachurch pastors and Christian celebrities if we were to do so. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, so I think we we covered Joe Osteen, teeth, cyborgs, you know. Sure. As long as you got those key elements. It's hard to come up with a quality, you know, substantive quality uh, 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 concern that you yell in right. a fairly short form kind of way. Because yeah, it's got to be a, like a sound bite, right? Well, I think right. we start with the information we would want it to contain. Then we can work on polish and editing kind of later on. How many actual people bought your last book instead of how many copies you have? That's good. I like yeah. that. I like sure. that. That's hard to. It's, it's a little bit uh, verbose. Sure. Know? I think it's a bit uh, loquacious. Indeed. It, it is, well, if anything, effusive. Well, when you Quite. go to a certain stripe of your, your mega churches with dudes, you stand up and say, your T-shirt's not as sparkly as it could be. And that is certainly true. And yes. it is a, apparently a pretty harsh accusation in that world, because those guys are in an arms race. <laughs> right. <laughs> How much of the church budget is spent on hair product for the staff members? Right. That's good. You know, it's, uh, you know... Uh, your lighting rig is second rate. Well, this is uh, this is a real thing. Um, uh, uh, it goes back years to many church that we were working with, and uh, the lead pastor flew into a bit of a rage because the drum set on stage was off center. That's a real thing that actually were, were happened. The drums being played at the time, or just during the service, it just wasn't perfectly centered on stage. Is there some rule that the drums have to be perfectly centered? That That's in the of? Psalms, man. It's in the Psalms, Matt. 
Some of us Drums. respect the authority of the word on this podcast. <laughs> so you you would yell, your drums are off center, man. Nice asymmetry, jerk. <laughs> yeah, I think that would work. Yeah. That person yeah. on staff whose full-time job is set design really dropped the ball. You, let me tell you what. You tell somebody something like that, it gets in their head. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll They're trying to you. deal with that. It's the eating them up aside. Give yeah. it time. Yeah, that's right. You Good know luck what? Instagramming this service, man. You know, it is asymmetrical. Yeah. And like, what, am, what are we going to do now? You yeah. Know? It's like you got, you know, like, let's say you have a ginger haired guy playing guitar on one side. Right. You got to have like another ginger on the other side. Right. You know, maybe he's playing bass or something. Right. But you can't have just one ginger. Sure. I'm, afra- the- I'm afraid Glenn is now preaching racial intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have, I'm clearly saying you must have. You're you're, you're calling for some all, kind of ginger quota is what I'm you're cl- doing. I'm clearly saying all gingers must come in pairs. Okay. <laughs> uh, so. Affirmative ginger action. That's so right. And on that, I declare a story time emergency. Ooh, that's wow. really the best kind. Wow. Do we have like a chime sound or something to begin story time? We need no, the no, we don't. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We have no production elements on this show because I'm the one who has to edit it. Uh, if you want to just do them, that's fine. As long as I don't have to do them in post. And no, there's no post. We, we don't fix anything <laughs> in no post posts. on this. If you've been listening to this for any amount of time, <laughs> it's clear that there's no post or pre. <laughs> no post. L- listen to this next part. With sort of uh, a a a, uh, a a heavy gauze sure, filter, yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah, just right. listen to it with that in mind. I love it. So as Lee's been doing for many many years, he brought up a young a group of high school and college kids to be what we at the bridge call our host team. We right. have one every week. Normally it's from a church right here in Chicago, and they do our greeting for us. They serve a meal. They sit and encourage the guys. It's a really critical part. If you listen to our um, bridge podcast episode where we talked about the history of the bridge here, you heard Glenn's wife, Jane, she runs the host team bit, talk a little bit about kind of the theory and the idea. Very important part, very critical part we do. Lee right. brings his high school and college kids. They always do a great job. A little bit of background. Actually, that's how I met uh, Glenn and Jed was being a college leader on one of those trips. So it's, it's a long and storied tradition. Would you describe it as a tradition unlike any other? Absolutely would. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> then, this time happened. Hmm. So we have the children standing out in front of the church in one of the worst neighborhoods and one of the most dangerous cities in America. Yeah. We've never had any incident, though. It's fine. Right. Um, so they're sounds they're greeting people as they come in, and we have a gentleman who wants to come in. You may, be, you may have noticed the word wants. That's a very critical <laughs> issue here. Right. He, he had... Come in a couple of weeks ago and it comported himself in such a way that he was asked to no longer be inside. <laughs> he was escorted out. It happens very rarely at the bridge, but it does happen. And uh, you have to remember to use your, your inside voice when you're inside <laughs> and your yes. outside voice when you're outside. You have to remember right. not to square up and go nose to nose with Jed. Yes, that's also true. And say, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, leading to, uh, this is a quiet diversion, but one of my favorite things I've ever heard Jed Brewer say out loud, and I'd like to act this out. Please do. As Jed tells the gentleman we're going to have to leave and says. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to call the cops on you. You don't have to do that. Yes, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen a semantic argument with a drug person in front of a church, that was it. So this fellow decided, you know what? I'm going to try again. Right. Came brought, back and uh, going to reassert himself. Double or nothing. Yep. He brought someone with him. Glenn, who did he bring with him? This drug dealer. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're going to come to church high, you know what? Bring your drug dealer with you. Absolutely. Now, to be fair, unlike this brother, the drug dealer was contrite and apologetic and, as he explained what? Well, he was he was contrite, apologetic, and stone cold sober. Yes, yeah. that's true. As he explained how he had... Uh, come across a certain amount of uh, medical grade uh, morphine. To his, use his exact words. I found. <laughs> yes, he found it. He totally found it, and and sold it to this brother, who the drug dealers in the neighborhood had decided really shouldn't be sold any more drugs. I mean, that's the thing when when the drug dealers you get say, cut yeah, off. 
Yeah, I, I I think you don't know how to handle yourself, so we're we're just not going to you know earn our living off of you. It's a little anymore. rough. Uh, uh, and he was complaining that he couldn't get high to this particular brother. Well, he he found some. Have I got a deal help. for you? He found some morphine, and apparently it was like like holy cow. I think it's like you're supposed to dilute it or something. It was well, like, you know, horse well, tranquilizer, To hear the, uh, the dealer tell it, this is I don't think this was on the label, but the dealer's particular instructions were, once you take this, just stay in your house. Yeah, don't leave your <laughs> house. Don't yeah, walk you around should, anywhere. Yeah. This dude not only decided not to stay in his house, decided to try going to church. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, he, he showed up uh, uh, with, with the, the, the drug dealer. Well, and the, the drug dealer was trying to apologize for his behavior previously. The previous the drug week. was taking responsibility for this dude's behavior last time because he had sold him the stuff. Right, So, which is not usually what you expect. Uh, you know, it's really quite responsible behavior for a drug dealer. If, 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 here's the thing. Some of these people listen to this podcast and say, you know, these guys know how to cut through the theology of the most extreme or bizarre <laughs> situations. It's from dealing with things like this. Yes. You know, the, seeing extreme and bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So we're not quite sure what to do with the with the the guy who because you want to tell the drug dealer don't do that that's bad, but he's already telling you I shouldn't have done it. I mean, yeah. clearly he it, it uh, was wrong. It, it was wrong. It really <laughs> takes the wind out of the sails a bit. Yes, yeah, so we're like, well, uh, well then, right? Don't <laughs> anymore, please. Um, you know. So, uh, uh, well then, but he had brought the guy back. I guess to apologize or something, but sure. he had gotten him high again. Sure. Well, you want to be relaxed for the big apology. Absolutely. <laughs> Take the edge off. So I mean, way off. Yeah, really. Well, and yeah, I keep it loose. So some of our listeners may not be able to relate to this, but there's some of us, bless our hearts, that have it in our constitution. You get a certain amount of drugs or alcohol in our system, and it's just awful antisocial behavior. You sure. know, just some people are like that. This is that guy. Yep. You know, he, he, he was he not is. what you would described as bubbly. Right. So uh, he was, he w- I think he had the intent of apologizing and, and it left his body very quickly. Yeah. Really quickly. And so then um, we we let him know, you know what, here's here's the thing. Uh, how about not not this? You know, we... we We've seen this act before. Why don't you go home and sleep well, it, it involved, off? And this is something we see a lot with people who have been asked to leave the bridge and then want to come back. They don't like it at the bridge. Right. They feel we've judged them. They feel mm-hmm. uh, uh, wrongly accused. Yeah. We were yeah. mean. And, and Glenn has dealt with this so many times, and this particular gentleman was so intransigent in that, it led to, and I apologize that you cannot see the hand motions, but I feel you can hear him in the voice, Glenn with charades every word, you don't like it here. <laughs> right, right. Why do you want to come in? Yeah, right. So, well, it was funny because it was, it was sort of penetrating the drug haze. He was like, he kind of gave me a look like, yeah... That does seem illogical. <laughs> That's true. And then sort of the drugs reasserted. So guys, what are we doing in here? Yeah, it's like I don't I don't I'm not gonna be treated like this. It's like Well, okay, buddy, uh I don't blame you for feeling We are idiot. gonna have to ask you to go. Uh, so 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 go ahead and uh you know, kick rocks, dude, because we gotta get on with our service. And he, as they say in show business Made an exit. Yes. Yeah, he did. He, he. Well, he walked up, sort of walked up the block of where the the church is, uh, right where all the sweet, impressionable, directly in front of the door are. where we had the children. And, and and what he did was, well, he gave us some profanity. He spit out a monologue that would make Samuel L. Jackson blush. That's actually yeah. true. We before yeah, the show, true. we had a rare moment of trying to figure out how we want to tell the story, and we realized. We couldn't find a way to edit what he said. Yeah, right. we just couldn't give any of the words. It, it, and, of course, it has to be said, there there are no words in any language that could cause the people on this podcast to blush. So yeah, absolutely. We, we, did, we yeah. didn't particularly care, but it was, you know, the, the young, was, impressionable you're not children. To, it was more of a, you're just not used to hearing that string of words in public. Right, let alone in front of church. Uh, so, but then to to redeem it. 
Right. The the drug dealer double back up the block. To the children. Well, you, to the children. You missed one key part of as he's spring of fanity, he found, we don't know where this came from, a volleyball <laughs> on the street. Not only a volleyball, an exact replica volleyball from the movie Castaway because it had the red handprint on it. Yeah. As he's swearing at the children, he meekly throws the volleyball at them. And it bounces sadly to a stop before getting there. <laughs> yeah, it was Maybe like he found he, the ball beside the same place where he found the morphine. It, he there's, there's he a, managed to heave the ball about a third of the way of the them. distance. Yeah, that was it was uh, well, it was about what a what a abysmally stoned person would, would do. Sure. Would do. Uh, but he he shuffled on up the the sidewalk there and and uh, uttering his expletives and 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 again the the drug dealer doubled back and. And, and and made an impassioned plea to the young people, to the to the sweet Christian young people that were assembled there, and he apologized for the rude Matt, behavior. Matt, what was this exact wording? He stopped back, looked at these uh, teenage children in Tennessee, and said, "On behalf of handsome brothers everywhere, I apologize." <laughs> <laughs> and it's, then he's turned and walked off. It's that kind. Of, it's hard to be mad, sure, at that kind of flair and panache, you know. So. Uh, 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 you know, we, the the truth is, uh, this is the kind of stuff that happens once in the most rare blue moon. No, I was in real time as Glenn and Jed were talking to this guy. I was trying to explain to our friends in front of the church how insane this is, even by bridge standards. Right, but you you just don't want it to happen when when uh, your your people from Tennessee are all there and they're not acclimated a, to that kind of thing. Yeah, that's they're, <laughs> they're you know they're they're used to much more sweet and 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 uh, nice behavior when they're in church, you know. And then we to close this out. This this gentleman reappeared. Yep, at the end of the night, walking back down the street in front of the church, glaring. Holding a full plate of ribs. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is Glenn, like, you can't make this up. Glenn, Jed, and I spend every Tuesday of our lives in that neighborhood. Right? Yeah. There's nowhere within a 15-block radius that sells ribs. That's no, a fact. There's definitely there, not. This was not no, a home plate. Talk about paper plate. It's just stacked with ribs. Stacked with... There's no... I. It, it's a mystery to me that makes me want to find this dude and just... I mean, there's several different things I want to cover with him. Obviously. There's a lot going on. But exactly where on earth did you get these ribs? <laughs> that was I the mean, thing. Everything else made sense right. to some extent. Drug dealer, unfortunate fact of life in the inner city, there are drug dealers. Right. M- morphine. You didn't find it, but more. Okay, we understand morphine. You came to church. This all makes sense. Right. The ribs is the black smoke monster from Lost <laughs> moment. Okay. Because- you go, Wait a minute. Hold up! Is this what science is that? fiction? Well, but here's why: is because we're standing there thinking because we serve a meal after the service, so we're all standing here thinking, well, maybe he's just hungry and trying to get in where the food is, and in his in his, which explains why he doesn't really want to be here, but he's so adamant about getting in. Exactly right. You know, in his drug case, he doesn't know that he needs to be to, nice. He needs to be nice in order to get to the food or whatever. And we're all kind of standing around, but he gets a plate of ribs. <laughs> Okay, that's the thing. If you, as if to taunt that's us, that's what I'm with saying. If you can get ribs, why are you bothering us? What do you got in there? Chicken? I guess <laughs> that's for chops. If you got, if you got the ribs, <laughs> then you just eat the ribs. Yeah, but he's coming back to eat the ribs in front of us. It's like yeah. if you got look. None of us on this uh, podcast advocate drug use of any type. It's it's scourge on lives. And, but, and, and but, here's why. Yes, but if you got morphine and ribs. Shouldn't you be a little content, at least in the moment? Hey, Absolutely. you know what? Go Why home. Not what we're doing. Yeah, go to, go home. Enjoy your turn on the Cartoon Network. <laughs> and, uh, go to town, man. Go to town. <laughs> why you just? Why you say I gotta go bug some people? <laughs> gotta get up in it. I gotta find where the people are, and I gotta get in there. And bug the snot out. Well, on that Little Mermaid quote of this drugged up person wanting to go where the people are, I declare story time off. Wow. Incredible news. Incredible news. Okay. okay. Wow. This this is an exclusive. You won't get this anywhere else. Okay. We've been able it hasn't even been released yet. We've been able to acquire the first official trailer. For God's Not Dead 2, He is Surely Alive. Wow. Oh, okay. wow. Um, our lawyers have advised us that we aren't cleared to share this with you. Okay. Um, that we need to keep this close to the vest. But 
We just we we love our fans. And okay, we're no we're doubt. ready to go to jail for them. We we <laughs> want to get you the scoop. We want to get you the latest and greatest. Yeah. Um and so we're just going to air the audio right now. We we'd show you the whole thing, but it's an audio only media. Our lawyers are just broken people. Yeah. So you're going to want to strap yourselves in. This is about to get intense. Okay. All right. I'm ready. This summer, one hunter must stand against an unbelieving waterfowl. Do, 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 do. Little Dennis Ducky left home to go to Duck College, where a sinful and unbelieving waterfowl, Captain Quackers, leads young, impressionable ducklings into atheistic sin. This summer, only one duck hunter can provide deliverance by shooting Captain Quackers and ending his tyranny. <laughs> okay, now here's where I would like to jump in. Okay. There's only one place. <laughs> this is as stupid <laughs> as anything we have said on this podcast. And it is not far from the actual movie. Not can't be. Okay. That's where we're at. That's what we've come to, y'all. Well, you know, he forgot least, the based on true events part, though. I right, think that's the right. only thing. Based on true events. Well, at least in that version, that legally distinct and covered by laws <laughs> protecting parody version, had something happen mm-hmm. that happens. You know, people go duck hunting. Sure. Agree with it, don't agree with it. Right. I, I guess technically, without the concept of a uh, higher thought capable of conceiving of a creative being all ducks are by atheistic. definition atheists sure so right. that might be that this might be some science captain of, quackers is a bad dude you sure there's know. a lot of accuracy there's a lot of uh, ac- real world accuracy going on absolutely here. right the first god is not dead was about a freshman philosophy student who out debates his professor yeah mm. and that friends is a fantasy <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes captain quackers yeah just defeats now the real movie would be if Captain Quackers is the liberal college professor who <laughs> engages in the debate. Can we get, I guess what I'm pitching, is yeah. a shot-for-shot shot remake of the first God's Not Dead <laughs> with a duck instead of Captain Sorbo? <laughs> I'll TV's go Captain see that Sorbo. movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, it'd be TV's duck. TV's Captain Quackers. Can it be voiced, because he does the Aflac duck, by Gilbert Godfrey? Oh, certainly. Because if you make the Shot for Shot remake with the duck and that's the voice, I will, I will see that movie multiple times. Here's I will buy thing. it on Blu-ray. I don't, I don't know, but there, there's, a, there's a one very real business practice in these kind of pure flick style Christian movies is um, you look for people who aren't turning down a lot of work these days. Yeah. Right. I think Gilbert Godfrey might fall into that category. Here's what I'm saying. Apparently... These people making these movies, they're riding the gravy train with biscuit wheels. My man. $61 million. Here's what I'm saying. We need to get in on that wreck. Absolutely. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. We got to get ahead of this thing. Yeah. You know, we're just playing catch up, right? Sure. Here's what I'm saying. God's not dead at all, really for real this time. Right. Three. (laughs) Right. Puppets. (laughs) <laughs> we shoot it using puppets right now sure you know what i'm saying beat them to the punch beat them to the punch they have theirs next week boom there's here's ours we get in on that sweet sweet cash talk about a real sci-fi original movie turnaround time on that mm-hmm. i like it i like it that's yeah. good fellas well uh in light of the fact that we're now going to stop the podcast and make the puppet version of the movie i'm going to go ahead and declare a very, very happy cinematic emergency. Let me get y'all to put your hands together for me. I am new. I am new. No matter what I've done or do. Changed. I am changed.
still look the same Because I have a Savior And all my sins are paid for I am shame. Let's go back to the start of that song, Stephanie Pray with me. Lord Jesus, we want our lives to be different than what